started. Um, I'm doing this <laughs> this one in particular, as you can see. Without any makeup on, my goodness, I've been like sleeping and everything as well, so goodness knows, but we just have to go with this. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I've popped on these little things because obviously the hormonal things that are going on there. So thank you so much. Um, many blessings to you <clears throat> joining this. I'll hopefully um, go ahead and do the podcast as well at some point. Um, or maybe have to go and record it afterwards. Anyway, right, so <clears throat> let's see. So I just wanted to, to check in and say um, a few things, see what comes to mind um, with regards to Martin Luther King Day. It is Martin Luther King Day. And I was drawn before, as I had said, to put like a black arrow um, going up. But it was basically like a black band like on the, on the pictures, right? which are looking great of course uh, that's me feeling really wonderful um at what you call it a new year and things like that as well and um, that was so good <laughs> wasn't that time on and <laughs> i didn't have my all over the place um etc but nevertheless and i wasn't sleepy despite the fact that you know i was up really late so everything went really well it was really good going um but anyway what I want to do is, <clears throat> oh, I want to talk a little bit about that. Was it anything to do with that? No, not mindfully. It was nothing to do with Martin Luther King Day. Mindfully, in terms of a human thing, it was very, very high in the spirit. And it came um, down through you know, prayer time and communion. And so that's why I did it. That's where it comes from. Um, but it could tie in with that anyway, because it was around about like a day where I just happened to look online and it was saying that that day was going to be like Martin Luther King Day, but it wasn't. It was like much later. And maybe somebody popped it online as that and then realised it wasn't like that time anyway. But that wasn't what fueled me to do that, as I say, anyway. I only saw that afterwards. <clears throat> and, well, here's the thing. Martin Luther King's dream came true because that's the way that I grew up. Uh, I grew up not thinking about the colour of anyone's skin. From a child, I had friends that, I mean, I don't even know. If I, I, I still, to this day, don't know if I would call them. I, I just don't, like, I don't categorise them in that way. Um, just, you know, because still to this day, it's like, Intellectually speaking, <clears throat> as it said, everyone is all linked anyway, and there's not anyone apparently around that doesn't have some sort of form of DNA um, with regards to that, you know, the culture and the race of black, apparently. Um, and this is the thing. So, anyway, getting back to this. I, I absolutely, I grew up that way, like I didn't ever think about anybody's colour and I never judged them on their colour when I was growing up and to this day, as I say, I still don't even know if I can categorise people in that way, even when I look back, I just know that some of my friends when I was growing up were lighter and some were darker and I didn't know if it was just 
like a suntan summer had more melanin or not. I just didn't think about it. So Martin Luther King's dream did come true. Um, but the fact that his dream that was just a dream to him then also tells us very importantly that within his own reality, it wasn't a reality for him. And so he had different experiences and he felt and he believed that it was because of the colour of his skin, perhaps, or other people were experiencing things because of the colour of their skin. And whilst um, we can see that, you know, some people look or appear markedly different in terms of their skin tone, whilst the intellectual wisdom tells us that everybody has some form of DNA that, that links everyone to have some form of black DNA within them. It's like, well, what is the point? And it, it might just come down to that wisdom or lack thereof that maybe some people just don't realise that and some people may get jealous of people or whatever. And I talked a lot about this um, in terms of it's all perception-based and we talked about abolition of even slavery with regards to different cultures. The abolition of slavery by God... Um, God took people that were in Egypt and they were enslaved in Egypt and God removed them from that slavery and that bondage in Egypt. And this is metaphorical, but it's also something that happened within that actual location. So if you think, okay, realistically, they were enslaved. Who were they enslaved by and what colour were they? It's not a colour thing. Um, slavery that God tries to abolish is not something that's just for black people. It's something for white people as well. There are just as many people enslaved, um, or I wouldn't say exact numbers, but I think, you know, there's probably, if you look, even if you think about the actual colour of some people, and again, it depends on perception as well. I talked about that. And I'm going to link the video as well. Uh, God willing, if this is meant to be kept up, I'll link that video or I might just pop it to the top or something. But I said that abolition of slavery is not, it's not a colour, it's not a matter of colour. It's something for all races, colours and creeds. Um, and so maybe that's why I came in fulfilling the dream of Martin Luther King, which to me, just I honestly would never have thought it was a dream or anything like that. How is it someone's dream? It was just for me, it was a reality in terms of how I felt. I don't know always in, in terms of how everyone else felt about others all the time. I could see that perhaps that wasn't necessarily true um, for others. Um, and sometimes things would just go over my head. But I do recall um, and again, this is like children, they're really young. So again, it's, it's either wisdom or lack of wisdom you've got to put it down to as well. But I do remember overhearing people like saying or calling people a black this or a black that. And at the time, I didn't take on as a racial thing. Like I didn't know they were saying that to other people in terms of race. Like, I literally <clears throat> thought they were meaning 
in terms of, and again, this is not to say that colour is indicative of cleanliness, it's not. But obviously, in some situations, it can be. Like, if you get mud on your shoes or mud on your feet, it's a certain colour. It's not going to be white or clear, right? You can see what it is, and it's a darker colour. And it feels or it looks like it's messed. Now, there are things that are invisible or things that are clear and see-through that are still messy. But for whatever reason, perhaps biblical things as well, manifestation, um, you know, you talk about filthy filthy rich, where you think of that as being, like, dirty as well, but at the same time, it's just meaning, like, a, a solid manifested form that you can see and is visible. Um, so... And that, of course, the higher the colour, the more it seems to be real as well. Um, it's all interesting. But again, a lot of it's perception-based and a lot of it's based on like wisdom or lack thereof, as I say. Um, but freedom of slavery is important for all people, whether they're black or white or perceived to be black or white, whatever they perceive themselves or know or have wisdom enough to understand that they are or not. Um... Now, there were things that came up, like, for example, in the Bible, I talk about this as well, look on this other video that I'm going to link to, that where, you know, if you think about it, really, like, in the Song of Solomon, there's this, was it a Shulamite woman? There's one woman in it, and it's like her and the king, King Solomon, and she just loves him, and he loves her. She's talking and describing about herself as if she's a black woman, like really black, and don't, you know, don't just look at her colour. The reason that she is that colour is because she's been out in the sun all day long. And again, you could look at this metaphorically or in a realistic format as well. But she says it's because she's been out in the sun all this time looking after her brothers or her sister or her brother, her family's vineyard, everyone else's in other words, doing all this work for everyone else, but not giving time to herself. And now it's her time to give to herself and it's her time to be loved and to receive. And that is such a beautiful thing as well. But it's not just people, again, perception based, it's all perception. It's not just people that are black or that are, you know, or that spent time outside some people perceive those that are of color um or those that are have that ability to have become you know melanin their melanin impacted by the sun as people who are free people often associate this with people that holiday that can go away that go somewhere abroad that go and they get sunshine or they at least get outside and those are stuck inside Again, it depends because some people might see it as being stuck inside, but the perception could be two ways. Some people might see that as their freedom being able to be inside or others see being outside as something that has been about work. It can also be a time of holiday or freedom. And both of this see the indoors activity, which can impact the melanin as well, um, can either be seen as something of labour and hard work being indoors, it's like an office type of stuff that people are always busy on, or, or maybe being in the temple and praying, all that kind of thing, seen as very pious and chaste and wonderful. Um, or the opposite, like they're actually 
as I say, like feeling bound by that, it's like a devilish thing. They don't feel good enough or righteous enough to be doing things outside, but it's all perception-based. It's all very individual. And again, melanin isn't always impacted by sun or lack thereof. It could be something that is very individual, DNA-based, activated or not activated. So it's nothing to do with colour. I'm thankful that I've grown up with that mindset of comprehension um, and that therefore I was able within my own mind, I would say for the most part, if not all, um, to be able to fulfil Martin Luther King's dream, certainly in terms of how I have felt, certainly grown up as a child and things. Of course, um, I've noticed propensities in certain cultures or maybe certain things that seem to be more likely with the groups that perceive themselves as one thing and sometimes those that perceive themselves as another. I do remember someone who looked very, very, um, again, perception-based, looked very white, but he loves hip-hop and rap music. I still remember him coming in and he was thinking that he's like one of them and he's like, yeah. I'm not with that at all. I just remember it from a very young age. Um, I do have friends that are both black and friends are white and probably perhaps friends are mixed friends are hispanic friends all over i've met people all over the world um now i've never thought any less or any more based on that but i have noticed certain types of maybe behaviors but i would say it stems, it's, it's quite, it can be quite broad and it can stem across both. Excuse me, that's it though, that's what I wanted to say on this. Blessings and good evening.